you're listening to the Wobcast with the one and only, the legendary, the insurmountable Wobby. Hey everyone, welcome back to another edition of the Wobcast. I'm your host, Mike Wobshaw, at Radio Row inside Mall of America for Super Bowl week with Wobcast co-host and producer Chris Corso. What's up, Chissy? It's awesome to be here. This is my first yeah, Radio man. Row experience. It's, it's Obviously, a cool buzz, isn't it? It could be much better circumstances. Yeah, yeah that's it for certainly sure. could be. Uh, the buzz is cool right now. If the Vikings were in this game, I can only imagine what it would be. I can't imagine. There's like a few fans standing around here, but the amount of fans that would be in yeah. this place today if the Vikings were here, I can't even imagine. Did you go to opening night last night? I did. I, I did not. I wasn't okay. there. How was now, it? Opening night was cool. It was a really cool event. You know, they had podiums set up for all the players and coaches from both teams, and it's very organized. It's easy to get around, and then they opened up. It was at Excel Energy Center, so yep. they opened up the seats for fans who could buy tickets. It was probably 20% full. I mean, if the Vikings were in this game, it would be 100% full. That's for sure. And the place would have been rocking. Um, but, yeah, it was a cool event. It, it stung a little bit to go there, you know, because I'm seeing the Eagles there and not us. But uh, I had to take it in. Uh, so I went there. I took it in. Um, you know, and I guess at the end of the day, as bummed out as we are that we're not in the game, it is a cool opportunity for the state of Minnesota to be showcased. That's I mean, for sure. we feel that Minneapolis and the metro area, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota, a bit of a hidden gem in America. No one comes here. It's the cornfields. Yep. It's the snowbanks. Yep. No one comes here. They were all forced to come here this week because the Super Bowl is here, and I think they're going to like what they see. I really think they're going to like what they see. First of all, the Mall of America is like a perfect place to just yeah. have them house the media. I mean, the biggest mall in the country. I mean, yeah. It doesn't get better than this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, U.S. Bank Stadium, you'll, you'll hear about it all weekend. This is the first time U.S. Bank Stadium really has, like, the entire right. state looking at it, uh, the entire country looking yeah. at it at once. So that'll all come to fruition at the Super Bowl on Sunday. But I think it's cool to show off the stadium, show off some of the hidden gems in Minnesota that most yeah. people don't don't get to see. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a busy week here. We're going to have two Wobcasts this week. Um, we're going to have one today that you're listening to. We're going to have another one tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to go over what happened at the Senior Bowl and what happened at the Pro Bowl. Uh, we're going to take a look at our 2018 schedule, yep. and then we'll give you a couple interviews that we collect tomorrow. Uh, for now, though, um, you know, we caught up with two people uh, and did some interviews, and we want to share them with you. The first one was with Greg Rosenthal of NFL Media, and Chris, he had a lot of interesting things to say, um, including his thoughts on the Vikings possibly being a team that will look at a quarterback in the draft. I thought yeah. that was interesting. I thought that was really interesting. Obviously, the Vikings have three quarterback options from last year that all of their contracts are up in Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, and Sam Bradford. Yeah. Big decision coming. But many don't realize that you can also go to the draft because there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft, yep. including some some hidden gems, some guys who are undersized and might be available in one of those later picks. So um, he believed that the Vikings will be in the first couple rounds are going to be looking at one of these quarterbacks to draft, which I thought was very interesting. Um, a couple of the mock drafts we've looked at have gone offensive linemen every single time okay, yep. at that 30th pick. Um, Rosenthal, he thinks differently. He thinks he thinks it might be quarterback. Maybe quarterback. Yeah. He at least puts the Vikings in the population of teams who could consider it yeah, in the first I, round. Which I, I so like. We'll follow up with him at the Combine. But for now, uh, here's Greg Rosenthal of NFL Media. You can follow him on Twitter at Greg, G-R-E-G-G, -G, 
at Greg Rosenthal. Catch his podcast, the Around the NFL podcast, and catch him on Twitter right there. But for now, catch this interview that we did with Greg Rosenthal from Radio Row at the Super Bowl. Um, all right, now, let's talk football. If, uh, if Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer came up here and said, hey, Greg, what do you think about our quarterback situation? And they, they genuinely wanted your input. What's one or two things you would tell them? Which they definitely would not want my input. I would tell them that Teddy is the priority. They know Teddy better than any other team. Teddy knows them better than any other team. It's a complicated contract to get done, but I think there should be enough common ground on both sides because I what I think you really want to do is find out if Teddy is that guy you you can't not find out and so it's gonna really test Rick Spielman because it'll be a complicated contract considering the injury considering his lack of playing time and I think what goes along with that is that you have to set a price for Case Keenum and you you end up not going over that. I think it's possible to bring the, the two of them back. I just assume Sam Bradford is gone. I think they still might value Case Keenum more than any other team. There might be a way to get them both back. Case Keenum at $14, $15 million a year. Teddy Bridgewater at some sort of incentive-laden deal. But if you can't do that, then Teddy is, is my priority. Do you put the Vikings in the pool of teams that will seriously consider a quarterback in the first couple rounds of the draft? Yes. Even if you brought back Teddy, I think you have to consider a quarterback. I'm of the mind, until you know for sure you have your quarterback of the future, you should keep taking him. Maybe it's not a first-round pick. Maybe it's a second-round pick. Um, But Teddy and a rookie actually makes some sense to me if Case Keenum gets $25 million a year from some other team. And, you know, it's always possible. It only takes one team. What are you guys doing here at Radio Row? I know you got to run and start recording. Yeah, we are taping podcasts for the Around the NFL podcast throughout the week. We also have a video show, some NFL Network hits. So, yeah, download it up. Everyone will. And um, we, we were... Very honored to be able to chat with you here, but we're going to do it again in India, okay? So this does not Honored is putting on a little thick This here. does not I mean, you'd be honored if maybe Mike Zimmer walked by. I could see it. No, you're, you're, you're a part of the Vikings Entertainment Network family. You're, you're an extended family member. I'll, I'll all right? take it. Thanks, Thanks for the time, man. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. All right, so from Greg Rosenthal to former NFL quarterback Chris Sims, a big fan of the Vikings and his power rankings all year. That's right. We follow the power rankings all year um, on the site each week, and obviously it was a big year for us in the power rankings, looking yeah. from, from the beginning of the season to the end. And one guy who was on the Vikings early in those power rankings in the top five, top three, top two, um, was Chris Sims yeah. of Bleacher Report. So the son of former quarterback Phil Sims of the Giants, who you all know. Chris Sims also doing some really good work for Bleacher Report. He's got his own podcast, and it was fun to catch up with Chris Sims. He had some interesting things to say, including identifying the Vikings as a team who can win with defense in 2018. All right, man. What happened in Philadelphia? Oh, gosh. A lot of things. You know, again, I think the final score, it wasn't just a it's a few plays here or there that can make a game go from 38-7 to being, you know, 21-14 nail-biter yeah. in the fourth quarter, whatever it may be. And a few of those plays happen. I, to me, this is the biggest thing. I've never seen one play change the emotion of a game more than the Patrick Robinson pick six. Yeah. I, I, you guys were kind of controlling the game. I go, oh, they're getting another first down. They're moving the ball. And it is a game of momentum. That is a real thing that goes on in the competitive NFL field. But I also think really... 
the Eagles playing in that environment, playing on that field where it favors the bigger, uh, bigger football team, which I do believe they were the bigger team. And maybe I'll, I'll say this. This is the one thing that concerned me. If you ever listen to my stuff on Bleacher Report, I do think your defense, as talented as it is, is not does not have great depth. Yeah. And I think it came to the point of the year where it was a good team. You guys have played a tough game the week before against the Saints. And it all kind of culminated in this just bad moment of the NFC Championship game. And, of course, the Eagles made a few plays and, yeah. and uh, kind of controlled the game. You know, if you want to sort of improve your depth, I think, you know, you re-sign as many of your own guys as you can. Sure. And you use the draft maybe to fortify that. Right. But if you want to improve at a starting position. Yeah. Three technique. Right. Uh, nickel corner. Do you have to go to free agency for that? Uh, I think so for the most part. If you know, Unless you're just in a position of the draft where you go, you know what, you guys are going to be at the end of the first round. And if you go, well, this is a deep year of defensive tackles and three techniques. We think we can kind of get a difference maker at the end of the first round. Then maybe you don't have to spend big money in free agency to get yeah. that three technique. You can go, oh, let's see if we can find a value signing. Somebody yeah. that's not going to kill our salary cap, but we think's a good player through our scouting and evaluation and can bolster the roster. Listen, nobody's better than the team that's in the Super Bowl right now, the New England Patriots. I mean, that's just like Johnny value over everywhere. Yeah. Everybody, you're just like, who plays for them? What? Who's this yeah. guy? What's this guy? Yeah. It's a bunch of no names, but yeah. they've realized, hey, they're good at this. We'll put them in the position to be successful, and we won't ask them to do unrealistic things. And I think that's uh, what makes the Patriots great. And I think you guys can follow a, a similar yeah. formula. Well, if, you know, if you look at the teams in the conference championship games outside of New England, who's got a Hall of Fame quarterback, yeah. you had teams with you know, uh, quarterbacks that are not Hall of Fame caliber right. right now and great defenses. Right. So obviously that formula can work. Is there a reason to think it can't work for the Vikings next year, too, if they stay in-house with the quarterback? No. Yeah, yeah. this can work without yeah. a doubt. You know, it drives me crazy. We put the quarterback on a pedestal too much this day and age in and the And this NFL. is a former NFL quarterback. Yes, I'm trying yeah. to explain this to yeah. people. You know, again, if anything taught us this year, like you just said, the championship round, we saw Blake Bortles versus Case, and Case Keenum and Nick Foles. Yeah. It's a team sport. People have forgotten that in the early years of Tom Brady, he wasn't throwing for 400 yards and three touchdowns every week. He was going 18 for 25 with two touchdowns, no interceptions. So, yes, it is about the team more than anything. And I'm going to be really interested to see what you guys do at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, my play, if I could give my two cents. We want to know. Okay. Yeah. I think you, you got to find a way to re-sign Case Keenum. You bring him back. Hopefully he doesn't try to hold you guys over the fire, your feet over the fire for huge money. Yeah. And then you bring back Teddy Bridgewater as the backup. He hasn't played in two years. I've seen him in person. He doesn't look totally 100% yet. You guys don't have to comment on that. And then you have, a, oh, Case Keenum, that was just a one-year wonder. Well, we got Teddy back behind here. I don't think there's going to be a market for Teddy to be a starter when you haven't played in two years. And he's at a place where Minnesota, they obviously love him, respect him. For sure. That would be the thing I would try to do. Interesting. Uh, what do you got cooking this week at Radio Row? Gosh, what don't I got cooking? Yeah. I mean, between Bleacher Report, NBC Sports, got a busy week, but that's a good problem to have. Yeah. It means my, my life and business part of my life is going in the right direction. Twitter is at CSimsQB. Don't even waste your time. I don't even go on that crap. I oh, don't you even, don't, huh? I don't. I don't. Yeah, but you must promote your stuff there, too. So I, if people want to know what you're doing, they can go there and check they it out. They can go there and check it out. Really, the, the most... the place 
place that uh, promotes my stuff more than anything is Bleacher Report, Sims and Lefko podcast. Awesome. That's where you're going to see all my deep football dives and some of the crazy Chris Sims talk. Well, hey, you're talking to the right audience. People are listening right now to a podcast. So if they want to hear another one, they can go listen oh, to yours. Oh, hello, Mr. Podcast. There we go. How are you? Yeah, man. Thanks for your time, man. <laughs> you're done. busy and you took time for us. We appreciate no, it. No, thank you. All right, man. Be good. Appreciate it, man. All right, our thanks to Chris Sims and Greg Rosenthal for joining us here on the Wobcast. Uh, make sure you check out Vikings.com uh, today, tomorrow, every day this week. Tons of Super Bowl-related content on the website um, for you to check out. Now, before we go, tomorrow we will offer our formal predictions on the Super Bowl. So today, let's stream our consciousness on what we think so far in the build-up to the Super Bowl. Eagles and Patriots, U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday, Super Bowl 52. A couple of things on your mind in this matchup, Chrissy. A couple of things on my mind. First, for the Eagles, and this is what we expected in the game against us, I think they're going to go to the run game early okay. against this team. Um, Lagarde Blount is obviously a former Patriot. He knows, said it earlier this week, the, uh, the Eagles can't make any mistakes in this game. Yeah. So I think they go straight to the running game um, early to try to ease the team into it. Obviously, less experience with Nick Foles and Mr. Tom Brady. Yep. Um, so that's what I think the Eagles' attack will be. On the Patriots' end, it's just going to be Mr. Mr. Tom Brady all, yeah. all day. So um, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think this game. That, that's what I'll start with saying. I'm not going to make our, our prediction yet, but, uh, yeah, what do you think? I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game where offenses have trouble moving the ball, even Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, a lot of punts, good defense, hard-hitting, physical Big battles at the line of scrimmage, that type of grinder type under type of game. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now. I agree. Uh, but I want to think about it for another 24 hours before we offer up our official predictions that's right. tomorrow. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for today's edition of the Wobcast. We will be back tomorrow with another Wobcast, a couple of more interviews from Radio Row. We got our eyes on some people. And then, of course, we'll have some surprises as well. So hopefully some interesting interviews coming up from Radio Row tomorrow on the Wobcast. Plus, we'll go over what happened at the Senior Bowl, what happened at the Pro Bowl, maybe take a sneak peek at the Vikings 2018 schedule. Lots to get to tomorrow on the Wobcast, but that's it for today. On behalf of producer and co-host Chris Corso, I'm Wobby, signing off for now. Talk to you tomorrow. So, yeah.